Hi, and welcome. I'm Z. And I'm Keith. And we're going to tell you about the movie that we just watched. But first, a little bit of a heads up. Some of the movies we watch deal with heavy subject matters. In order to talk about these emotionally delicate things and the heavy subject matters that we sometimes cover, we add humor and crude language to add some levity and to process our own trauma. If that doesn't feel fun or safe for you, we completely understand. Please take care of yourself first and foremost. And we spoil the end of pretty much every movie that we watch. Now you know. (laughs) On with the show. I'm not recording. No, I am. I forgot it. Um. Hey, it's so funny when like I burp or I do some make a weird noise and you do the reverberation on it. (laughs) It always makes me. It's always very funny to me. Or like when you do it for yourself, it's so funny because it'll just be like a random fucking. I'm glad to know you like it because it's it's very fun for me to do. It's so fucking funny every single time because I never know when it's coming. Yeah, you know, and it's it's always it doesn't happen every episode. Exactly, it doesn't happen every every episode. It doesn't happen. It doesn't happen every time. I'm. (laughs) (laughs) Um. Yeah, waiting to exhale. This was a movie. This was a wild movie. You know what else? What? What other movie was directed by Forrest Whitaker? Hope floats. I, hope I've never seen it, but oh, I think I've seen. I think that one. Uh, Sandy B and Harry Connick. Man, I'm I'm a sucker for some '90s Sandy B rom coms. I fucking <laughs> there like, are so many. They're like um, I fucking I love um. Oh, what's it called? Oh my god, the which one with the Sweet November? No, what? She's not in that for one and two. No. Nicole Kidman, it's um oh god, why can't I think of it? Oh magic. Practical magic. Oh one of my all time favorite movies. Nicole Kidman's in that. Fucking love that movie. I love that movie. I fucking love that movie. You do love that movie. I it's one of those confirm. I it's one of those movies where I watched it as a kid and I fucking loved it as a kid. And then you know, like I watched it as an adult and I'm like, you know, just for nostalgic purposes, and I watched it and I was like you know what? This is even better than it was when I was a kid. <laughs> and then I rewatched it. And I was like, I'm going to feel differently about it. It's been a few years I rewatched it. I'm like, this shit is so fucking good. It's good for, for multiple reasons. One of those being because it's it's so good. Oh, it just does the thing of like. We should do it. I w- fucking love it. Yeah. We watched it together. And, yeah. And it was my first time. I remember almost nothing about it. it oh, it just, it does the thing of like. Not like, oh, yeah. It's set in Dairy, Maine. Yep, it's set in Dairy, Maine. Um, Stephen King does have a cameo. No, I'm just kidding. Isn't it in the Northeast though? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Honestly, this is Mark what makes Brandon. me this. I this is one of the reasons why I want to live in a place like that. Like, I want to live. I know. I know. 
I want to live on a little fucking island. I want to live in, uh, what's it called? Um, uh, Storm of the Century town. I want to live there. I want to live somewhere where it's just like an yeah. island off the Midnight coast Mass. of something. Yeah, I, that's dream. I don't know why. I don't know why. No, I understand I the so appeal of the yet. fantasy of it. I know I would hate it in... in right. I mean, what? like, well, here's the thing. I don't leave the my abode if I can help it. So anytime someone's like... Yeah, but if like, you had to take yeah. a boat to get to anywhere, you know what I mean? That'd be so nice. That'd be so no. nice. Disagree with. I mean, I get it. I get it. But I love. I, I would love to visit. I would love to. I would love to have. So, so I'll be honest and say. But I that, feel like. <laughs> no, I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> I'm laughing because like we we're just now we're talking about where we'd <laughs> like to live and we've done nothing. I think well, I, I, I halfway just, said waiting to exhale. I feel like. Uh, the like main chamber of commerce, you know, Stephen King probably gets paid by them or vice versa. <laughs> Second only to Stephen King is John Hodgman. He's okay. done so much for I, Maine. I would, yeah, I would love to live in Maine though. I would love to live in, I know that that's so ridiculous. I'd like to live in like a, a Maine type place like you know that has uh, a grocery store that actually sells uh, food in it you know I, I want to live in a place that's like like that but isn't because I love I love the idea of people going there for the summer and then mm. during like it's it, the opposite of what happens here right. you know like everybody goes home for the summer no everybody should go home for the winter so it's just a fucking like well I kind of love the summer here for that there's no well, one here. right, right, but I, I, yeah, I mean, I get that, but I'm saying I'd prefer it to be whatever. I don't know. No, I, I hear just, you. I romanticize it I in my it. head. I'm not saying that if I actually experienced this, that it would be amazing, but it's sort of like the, the opposite of how I experienced, like it's the opposite of Florida basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what I want. I wanted like the, the, yeah, like it's the reverse, like it doesn't have a really terrible summer and then people come for the winter. Right. It's got a really terrible winter and people come for the summer mm-hmm. and summer's shorter. So you don't have to deal with those fuckers for as long, but also. Beef huts. Be- <laughs> anyway, waiting to exhale. So a couple things about <laughs> waiting to exhale. Waiting to exhale is never really explained. Like they have a couple scenes where people exhale and like mention that they've exhaled. Yeah, or, like, right at the beginning. It... No, uh, not. Well, there's the one at the, near there's the beginning. There's one at the beginning. Thank you, Jesus. And, and then I did it. I closed my eyes and I exhaled. And then there's one when fucking uh, Gloria. Yeah, when she meets. Uh, Gregory Hines, she exhales. And that's it. It doesn't explain what it is. It yeah, doesn't say, I which I find annoying. I'm sorry. That's fucking annoying. Um, I, it is, I, I want to like almost commend it for this because I think it's very <laughs> interesting and very fascinating that there's no real, and I, I'm being serious. Like there's not really a lot of 
condemnation of the women who are sleeping with married men. Oh, yeah. And that is very, I was like, ooh, I like how this is being presented as like not, like they're the ones being lied to. They're, you know, even if they know, like it's it's presenting right. as like they're being tricked. They're being mm-hmm. lied to or they're being convinced or they're just trying something out or whatever. And I'm like, oh, I, this is really interesting of like, I don't know, just, just the way it was presented. I was very, I was like, man, there's a lot of adultery in this movie. <laughs> and it's very fascinating. I feel like I've never seen a movie that, that had this amount of adultery without making it a moral issue. And I feel like this movie doesn't do that. And that was very fascinating. Like the men are presented as being shitty pigs, but also not always because like the Wesley Snipes thing, that shit was, that that almost made me fucking cry my eyes out. I like when they're just sleeping in bed. Oh my god! Yeah. I oh my god! Like literally, just think about it. I'm like, oh my god! I'm gonna start crying. Fuck that shit was like beautiful and so sweet, and I loved that part. And I think that that's also like a very important thing. And I think, it, like, I don't know. I'm not saying like it's it's cool to cheat on your spouse. That's not really what I mean. But I think looking at monogamy as being like the only option or the only option that works for everybody is really nonsensical. And, and I, I like presenting, like, I think one of the greatest things about storytelling is when someone presents you like a scenario and there it, the scenario comes to you without, (coughs) you're fine. The scenario comes to you in sort of like here is the scenario as opposed to look at what these adulterous people are doing. Mm. You know, like there's not – they're like, okay, here's an example of like – and there's so much like – like it's almost like Angela – like at the beginning when – I mean Michael Beach is a piece of shit in this movie. I love <laughs> I him. He's great. He bless does his, such a great job. Yeah, he's so good at like – I mean, fucking. I re- I think I remember that from the t- the trailer where he's like, "I'm just not going with you." I was like, <gasps> "So mean." I mean, imagine dumping. Hilarious. Absolutely brutal. Because it imagine- starts with, "Are you sure you want to go tonight?" <laughs> Why did you invite her? <laughs> Amazing. He dumps his wife on New Year's Eve by telling her he's taking his fucking mistress instead. Kelly Preston, uncredited. I, wow. Like, he's like, but the thing is, she's like, oh, like, it's almost like she knows about her. Mm. And she's more pissed that he's leaving her than she is that he was sleeping. And that's always so fascinating because I'm like, I'm like, that sort of like arrangement is like, it's a very interesting thing. And I think people always make it seem like it's, morally wrong but i'm like if you don't care i also feel like it's got to be way more common than people act like yes especially in and I, I long-term do, relationships i do feel like if you're saying like if you i think there's a difference between like cheating lying and like not being monogamous like there's ethical non-monogamy and there's all kinds of stuff but i think like some people don't necessarily want to have those conversations and they're fine right. with it happening. They just don't necessarily want to be like, yeah, you know, because that's not their strong suit or they just don't want to. And they know what's going on and both parties are aware that it's going on and it just happens. And I'm, 
I'm not going to say that that's wrong. Yeah. Right. I mean, I'm not going to say it's the best solution, but it's like that exists. Like people are like that. <laughs> right. And I don't care. <laughs> um, no, it's so, yeah, the, the very loosely connecting plot of waiting to exhale. Um, I think the, I think the weakest storyline that, well, I don't want to say the weakest storyline. I think Gloria's storyline is kind of the weakest because I think she's one of the strongest actors. Like she was so, mm. like she was like a relative unknown at the time. Yeah. Um, but she's so good. I fucking love her. And I think she's so beautiful. So it's so fucking annoying when yeah. they're like, she's the fat one. Right. I'm like, okay, have you heard her talk? Have you seen her fucking face? <laughs> like, Right, I know. <laughs> what is going on? I love her voice. I love her. She played um she played Adele Weber in Grey's Anatomy. Oh. <laughs> I'm always like, oh shit, it's <laughs> it's Chief Weber's wife. Chief as in chief of hospital, not chief as in racist um football team. Um so Thank you. I was Yeah, worried. I think I know that you didn't understand what I was saying. Um her and uh, what's her name, Roshan, who played yeah. Robin, were re- relatively unknown. Yeah. And I, I read that I l- they got cast after yeah. Whitney Houston and because, Angela Bassett, yeah, and because, they went with relative yeah. unknowns. Mm-hmm. Which I, lo- I love that shit. I love that shit so much. Yeah. Also, imagine being like, hey, you've never really done much. Uh, here's Whitney Houston and Angela Bassett. Yeah, no pressure. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, I think that with um, we're watching... Well, we're sort of watching um, Night Country. Yeah, for old men. We don't give a shit about True Detective, but Jodie Foster? (laughs) Yes. Um, Although I do want to burn my eyes out since uh, I don't want to see Jodie Foster in a straight sex scene ever again. And I hope that they don't do that to me ever again. I don't. We talked about this in a previous episode. I don't want to see gay people pretend to be straight. I don't like it. (laughs) I don't need it disinterested in it anyway um so <laughs> yeah this this came up when you were talking about kinto playing a rapist right no and oh American, yeah yeah American horror bit. story yeah horror, horror story yeah and i said the real tragedy is that takes jobs away from real rapists <laughs> okay but <laughs> I was thinking about, like, what's her name in Night Country? Like, she has so much, like, um, I cannot remember. Kelly Reese? Yeah. She is, like, just going up against Jodie Foster. And I'm like, I've never seen this girl before. I mean, she's a boxer. She's not, like, a, she's not an, an unknown or nobody. But, like, I, I would be shitting my pants <laughs> if someone was like, oh, by the way, you're just going to be playing opposite Jodie Foster. And you guys are going to play people that don't like each other. So you're going to be constantly... At at odds, right. I'd be like, "Oh, <laughs> sorry, I just shit my pants, and my diaper needs changing." Like I, <laughs> a poopy panty, as some people would say. Um. <laughs> anyway, so the the plot is basically <laughs> the plot is basically just that. You know, it's, I mean, it's like, it's sort of annoying in how it's got to like make everything 
make sense, sort of. Like, it's got to be like, you know, like Whitney Houston plays someone that's just moving into town and like, but she has friends there, but didn't, and all these people, I don't know. I didn't really understand. Yeah, I didn't really understand how they were all. Usually these scenes are annoying to me where you get the background of how a group of friends are friends and you see the younger versions right. of themselves getting into mischief or whatever. Right, 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 right. But having no yeah. idea about how they're connected yeah, it was very was also kind of disorienting. Right. <laughs> I would have loved like a now and then sort of like story where, you know, you see them as adults and then you hear how they became friends as kids. Like that would have been super interesting. Like but it. Like, <laughs> yes, exactly. Now that is basically it for girls who uh, don't have group sex at the end. Oh, I didn't know you were talking about a specific program. Oh, yes, I yes, yes. No, not, not the phenomenon. Uh, no, it's an actual <laughs> movie. It's like Christina Ricci and um, other people. I think Gabby Reese, is that it? I, I can't. It might not be. Gab- Gabby Reese might be a tennis player. Yeah, Gabrielle Reese is a volleyball player. I no? think Gabby uh, Hoffman. That might be it. Abby Hoffman. Gabby. Shit, I don't fucking know. Gab. Her name is Gabby, but I don't remember. She was in. I. She was in a Criminal Intent episode, and I said that she somehow looks exactly the same now as she did then. But like, oh, Elijah Dushku. <laughs> anyway, um, but it's like four more. <laughs> I think it's Gabby Hoffman. I think I'm right about that. Thora Birch? She's also in it. No, it is Gabby Hoffman. I fucking swear to God, Keith. What? <laughs> Abby Hoffman is a person. <sighs> so anyway. As played by Sacha Baron Cohen in oh, that's uh, right. that horrible Sorkin movie about the oh, Chicago 8 or whatever. Stupid. Anyway. Um, I just like how there's like a standing ovation or something at the end. That movie was so presented in such a fucking weird ass way. It was like very, very Sorkin, very weird. Um, so man, you made a good dinner last night. Anyway, um, so this there's is leftovers. So, there, oh, <laughs> no, 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 no. So this is sort of our no, tradition. No, no. <laughs> this is sort of our tradition where, um, for our podcast tradition of like not every every single time because it's not an obligation. Keith just likes doing this. So when he has energy, which is more often than not, he makes dinner, uh, for us to, um watch a movie with and it's usually like something that he'll be like what sounds good you know like last week we had boigas or a couple weeks ago i don't know we had burgers it's been Mm, pizza most yeah we we do pizza a lot because (laughs) we love pizza in a movie that's fucking fun but he makes the pizza from scratch basically he makes a dough and all that shit and then last night we had this like i had this idea for a meal that i thought would be good and he made it and you were right. <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> yeah, it's just like it's sort of like just uh, I I don't really I didn't need like a lot of the 
here's how we sort of almost know each other kind of thing. Like they could just be for black women who are friends. Like sometimes yeah, uh, people right. are just friends and that just happens. And there wasn't enough explanation of like how they knew each other or like it was, yeah. Anyway, whatever for it to be. Yeah. It was very weird. And I'm like, if they're all friends, if they all know each other, why aren't they spending new year's Eve together? Like I expected like, them to oh, all yeah, be going to New Year's Eve, and they weren't, and it was very weird. Um, of course, at the end, they all go to New Year's Eve together. Spoiler: single frame slow motion. <laughs> Wendy Houston plays someone who is—it's so wild how much of them. The, there's so much of the story. Again, this I do appreciate this because I feel like this is something that like women aren't oftentimes allowed to do. So much of the story is them just being like, I just need to get dicked down. Oh, yeah. And I love that. Like, they're like, Robin is, she is, um, like, just basically after dudes, I think with big dicks is what she implies. And she big just, sticks. Big sticks. <laughs> um, and she's just like, she's just like a serial dater where she just like is constantly with a different guy. Um, and then Whitney Houston plays someone who's like a career woman who is sort of like rekindling an old flame, but he's a married man played by um, Dennis. Yeah. Dennis Hayes. Haysburg, who Bert. I find he's Bert. God, I'm so sorry. I believe I find him to be stunning and have the most amazing voice in the world i'd like to talk to whoever did his hair for this film (laughs) did not like him um but he's just so he's so attractive there's just something about him that's so attractive it's it's crazy making like he he like he shows up and i'm like he looks so dorky in in a way and then he like talks and i'm like (laughs) oh hi (laughs) I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm something about voices for me. It just does it for me. But like their storyline was annoying a little bit yeah. because Winnie Houston, I feel like, I feel like her care. I feel like this is a thing I think that was disappointing is this every single person in this movie gave or could give such a fucking phenomenal performance and it was like so much of the story was like very watered down it was such a rich like i want to see like these black women who are single women who are like dealing with all kinds of shit like i i want to see them like i don't know i i wanted to see more i'm like oh like there's so much potential here and it's so watered down and I don't understand why that is. Although I, f- I feel like some of it watered down. I mean, like there's so much like, I don't disagree. I just not sure what you so mean. So there's so much like voiceover from each of them. Right. And I'm like, it, you shouldn't have to do that because you should be able to show that like everything that they're saying, you should be able to show like the whole thing is show. Don't tell. But if you're not able to actually, and none of these women, none of these women are incapable actors. Like this, there, none of these people are like lacking talent or like 
didn't get the assignment, nothing like that, none of that. So it's like, it felt like there was a lot of like explaining, like we don't want to, we don't want to assume that you understand things. So there was so much attempt to like explain why they have emotions that I'm like, I want to, I want there to be more of story. I want there to be more like, they would just like jump things. And it was, it felt what I mean by watered down is like, they're really like it felt like every scene was leading up to like like something and then it just never happened yeah. and you're like okay what and so i think the the biggest i mean obviously it's an infamous scene and it's that way for a fucking reason though that like i mean Segment. from the second Segments. she opens the fucking yeah. walk-in closet door and she looks over <laughs> and, and it's just zoomed the... fucking Watching. i was like <laughs> love this like i was like oh this movie's gonna i was like that like set the tone for the movie for me yeah and that i was like the strongest oh sequence. that's good i was like oh this movie is gonna be fucking amazing i was like oh i misjudged this movie and then the rest of the movie was not like that and they do things like there's that painting on Robin's wall. And they like focus on it a, a few times. I remember but, there's so much wall art in this movie that I can't remember. It's like Robin's. two people. It's like, it looks more like fashion designer, like a fashion okay. designer sketch. Almost. Uh, it has like a, the look of like yeah. that sort of like quick sketch. And it's just like two women walking. And that's, oh, that's yeah. it. And there's a scene where it's like her in the kitchen and then it's like following her into like the dining room and that there's like a wall with that painting or like a, you know, section with that painting on it between the two. So it's like going oh. sort of back and forth and it's showing that. And then there's another scene where she's like kissing someone and they go down and then it focuses <laughs> on the painting and then nothing. And I'm like, why are, why are we doing this? Why are we what? And I'm like, did, was there a story to the painting that got cut? Like, we're, there's so much where I'm like, and that's sort of what I mean by watered yeah, down. Yeah, like, yeah. there's a lot of stuff that no, is no. just like not being explained to us. Similarly, this is, I think, just kind of a try and fail or something. But yeah. like, when uh, is it when? What scene is it? Where the emergency broadcast system is happening in the background? Yes. It's when he's breaking up. when he's breaking up, yeah, up with her? when he's breaking okay. up with Angela Bassett. Which then also, emergency sounds, sh if you're breaking up with Ange Angela Bassett, emergency <laughs> sounds should be happening because something's very wrong. <laughs> like, that was, uh, I couldn't tell if that was meant to be like. Yeah, right. What it was. You know, it seemed like they were doing something, but. And well, maybe I, it's just yeah. to right. evoke her. Mm -hmm. emotional right. state fine right. but it right. wasn't really uh, uh, somehow it wasn't like uh uh bolstered enough, or like anyway but uh and then i also felt like there's something missing when she's reading the letter from i was just Wesley snipes that up. and you yes. got the her kid her asking, kid about, the asking word about the word freak like bernie i fell in love one night. Mama asked you a question. No, honey. No, it's not. You know what's even harder for me to understand is that what I feel for you has never undercut the love I have for my wife. Now, how is that possible? Tabitha said it was a bad word. I know. I'm like, 
and she's like, why can't I say it? And like, there's never an explanation. There's never. And I'm like, why is her? Yeah. And it's very. And like, there was the scene in the beginning, like there's, there's stuff that I was really, really, really wanting there to be like more to it. Like the fact that he left her for a white woman and she felt so like, and I'm like, yes, this is a, this is a, this is a thing. And like, I don't, I'm not trying to speak on this personally. I'm trying to talk about this as I've heard it from like black women. There's a big, like a lot, like misogynoir is misogyny specifically directed at black women. And a lot of black men. That intersectionality. Right. A lot of black men are misogynistic specifically against black women. And there is a big, it's, I've like, I, I feel very grateful that I, I follow a lot of um, black women on Twitter. And so I'm able to see, you know, be, you know, I'm, ex- I'm, I'm shown things and I'm, have things explained to me that I wouldn't necessarily otherwise see. And so I'm really grateful um, to the black women who talk about their experiences with this and who talk about it and who show like, you know, men and specifically black men making posts about like, this is why we want white women. This is why we, and it's, it's, it's a thing. And I think, and it's, again, I'm not speaking on it. I'm not giving my opinion of it. I'm saying that it is a thing that happens within the black community. And it is (laughs) large, you know, it goes, it goes, it, 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 there's, there's some like cross section with colorism as well. Sure. There's, but it's, it's rooted in white supremacy. It's always going to anything where you, reject sort of oh, right. anything that is non-white and you go for something white instead that is going to be rooted in white supremacy it does not matter what your basis is it doesn't matter what your reasoning right. is it doesn't matter if you're aware of it or not it's always going to be rooted in white supremacy um that doesn't mean that inner all interracial relationships are based in white supremacy <clears throat> but it means that like if yeah. you are intentional about um seeking out whiteness then it is likely rooted in white yeah i'll put the clip here of where yes uh michael t williams shows up drunk to yeah pick up robin yes yes complain all the time about don't nobody want your asses don't know how to treat you as soon as a man or brother show you genuine interest you bitches act simple then you wonder why we go out with white women a white woman can have your sorry ass. There, right. So there was there was aspects like that which I thought, which I loved that they were very subtle. Where he, and he says, "This is why we, this is why we want to, you know, bl- white women or something like that." Which is which is so accurate. Like I've seen so many tweets. I've seen so many social yeah. media. Po- like like men will straight up just say this shit like it's normal and i mean seemingly that's the thing that's always in the pocket right to throw correct. out as a threat yes. yes right that's supposed to be like and it's i think it's supposed to like engender this like you should want me because i yeah. could right. have a white woman and it's right. like Ooh, yeah. there's, a lot, not, there's a lot going on there. right it's like <laughs> <"Ooh."> <laughs> that's that's not really what you want to be saying <laughs> 
But it's also like, like I'm saying, I'm not speaking on it. I'm not saying yeah, that like, these men shouldn't blah, blah, blah. <laughs> That's not what I'm saying. I'm talking about the damage it does to specifically black women and right. the black women who have talked about that. Um, and I think that bringing that up in this film was so, I was so like interested in it. But Angela Bassett, specifically when she's doing the, like she's taking all the clothes yep. and it's, it's according to, you know, according to sources, <laughs> it's a completely, um, improvised like monologue that she's giving all of it i think so they said it's it's improvised. i thought it was just yeah okay all the stuff that she's saying and that is improvised that's so i but she says (laughs) explains why it feels different than the rest of the movie exactly right which i'm like oh that's why you know when i'm watching it i was like oh wow this is this is like heavy she says you wanted our children to go to a white school Mm. Because you didn't want them to be influenced, negatively influenced. And that's just something and put the clip in there, please. Um, because I'm I'm probably quoting it a little bit off, but like Yeah, yeah. Making my kids go to a suit with only two other black children because you don't want them to be improperly influenced. Well guess what, John? You're the motherfucking improper influence. And he leaves her for a white woman. And I think it's it's extremely important. That that is something I and I was I was like oh I want to talk about this I want more about this, and then it again it gets watered down a little bit when I mean I love the Wesley Snipes thing I was totally uh-huh. surprised but when he's like my wife is white and I love her yeah and I'm like I and don't give like, a shit oh, that you know I'm like why do I don't care <laughs> yeah I know I don't what was that and I I understand I understand that there is and this is why I'm saying I'm not speaking on it because I think that. I, I am not a black individual. I don't know if you knew that. Um, that was a joke. That was a stupid joke. Out of the um, closet. <laughs> uh, Into the white. But there is like, it's, it's, I feel like it's, it's, it's a, a, a similar thing to what I was talking about on an earlier episode. It might've been, it might've been the first one we did about Rage in Harlem where mm. when people are young and they first sort of are, are encountering or they, they realize they can like, push back against racism, mm. you know, in different ways. And a lot of it is like, why, oh, do, you, why right. do you care about color? Like, why is color yeah, this? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, why it. do you care about what racist people are? So there's, I think that there's a, a sort of a, a, a little bit of a crossover when people are, are like, well, I should be allowed to date other races. I should be allowed. And yeah. y- that's true. There's, you, nothing should keep you from... <laughs> You know, if, well, if you there are maybe some things. Well, no, what I'm saying you. is like you shouldn't be like, oh, I I don't date other races. That's a little. I'm like, you know, yeah, you that's... should be open to just people. You know, like you shouldn't. You know, however. Well, if you're not white, I have some more sympathy for. No, 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 no. That's what I was gonna say. If you are saying, if you're like, I'm black and I do not date white people, that is not racism. That is oh, no. self-preservation. Yeah. That is not, and there's a there's a different there's a difference between being like I refuse to date other races and I only date other races. Like yeah, those are right. two different things that are rooted in the very same issue. <laughs> this also came but, up because, uh, <laughs> yeah, I just learned that Scott Arkman <laughs> had apparently dated Margaret Cho at some point, and I was like, oh, so he's a fetishist. <laughs> and Keith was like, I don't know if I don't know if twice is a fetishist. I'm like. For white men, yes, it's, it's <laughs> yes, it is. But um, yeah, I just like it's it's a thing where like there will be sort of like, and I understand this of like I want to be able to 
to date anybody that I want. Like a lot of like white people will be like, I want to date somebody yep. black because my parents are racist. And it's, yeah, it's right. less about like, you know, I understand that impulse, but like another individual should not be looped into your, I want to prove yeah, right. my parents wrong. Like it doesn't matter who you're dating. If you're dating someone just to say, fuck you to your parents, you're probably not mature enough to be dating. I'm just saying that. Like you gotta, you know, calm down a little bit. But, like, I understand. But it's it's also, like, these things are more complicated than just, like, I don't see color. Like, color shouldn't matter. Yeah, no shit, it shouldn't matter. But it does. It doesn't mean it doesn't matter to a lot of other people. It doesn't mean that other people aren't harmed by the perception of color. Like, it doesn't, you know, it's, like, that is no, no, what these so... things are about. Like, Like, you know, it's not about, like, I would never, like, I... I know people who are like, who will be, who will, oh, I know people. I've seen people who will actively, actively be like, I will not sleep with white men. And like, obviously they're not white people. And people will be like, that's racist. And I'm like, no, it's not. <laughs> it's not fucking racist. Why would, I'm like, that's not, uh, no, like absolutely not. And specifically people who do porn will have that, like, I'm mm. not going to sleep with white people. And people will be like, what? That's so stupid. That's so crazy. Why wouldn't you do that? I'm like, because there is no way not to have it highly fetishized. There is no way to protect yourself yeah. from that. It doesn't matter what kind of porn you make. There is no way not to have that so fetishized. And it's it's like, it's it's a thing. And it's like, and again. Well, why would you alienate a certain audience? Right, Exactly. <laughs> exactly. It, again, I'm like this not, movie does. I'm not speaking on it. I'm not saying here's my opinion of it. I'm saying that these things occur and that these things are, if you're unaware of We're them, just reporting the news here. Yes. If you're unaware of them, I would highly suggest, like if you're unaware of Massage Noir or you don't know that much about it, look into it. Yes. Um, I would say that you should absolutely follow. Now, I'm going to suggest that you should follow people of color. Um specifically black and native people on social media. You should absolutely do that. Two things you should not do. You should not, because you saw something they said, start becoming an advocate for whatever they're saying and start saying it yourself. You need to listen more than you need to start saying things. Like you need, part of being an advocate is to listen. Um, and two, also follow more than just one or two because sometimes... Yeah. And, and well, always any race, any ethnicity is not a monolith. And it's very important that you realize that. Except so, for white men, I guess. <laughs> so just because one person says something, it does not mean that the collective agrees. And the collective can be divided on this and there can be multiple facets to it, which again is why I'm saying I'm not speaking on this. I'm talking about it as a phenomenon and I encourage you to also look into it and read about it and and educate yourself on topics and on different ways that black people are harmed by white supremacy than just people don't like black people. Like there's, there's a lot more insidiousness to white supremacy than just saying the N word, you know, which is very bad, but like, yep. it's, it's more than that. Like you, you have to, it's more than just being like, Oh, segregation's done. Okay, look into when it stopped. Like, look into, and I don't mean like 
when it first stopped happening. I mean, look at the, like, I think a few years ago is, uh, like there was at least like in 2013, I think there was segregation was still happening in Mississippi. You mean legal? Yes. Like they were not like dances, school dances were segregated, Mm. shit like that. Like these things, like this is not like, please understand that these things are not a reference to a town that has uh, like their high school has separate proms. Oh yeah. 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 I mean, like that wasn't legally enforced. That was just oh, yeah. a tradition. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. But um, and I could be wrong. It might not have been legal, but it was still happening. Um, like oh, look at like please, sundown I mean, towns, like redlining. Look at, yeah, look at all these things. Come on. Please understand and understand that these. This is not necessarily your place to speak over other people about this. You need to educate yourself on this. I know I'm speaking to the multitude of people that listen. <laughs> <laughs> you ignorant fucks. <laughs> Sorry. Anyway, I, I... dear crackers, <laughs> dear honkies. <laughs> the fact that it's it, that's a thing that will like makes me lose my absolute shit is that white people will be like so and so called me a cracker or like they'll be like I was re- referred to as being YT, you know, and I'm like, yes, I love when people tried to uh, stop act like that was a slur, right? Oh God. I saw somebody, this was years ago, um, where they were like, um, how they were, you know, they were doing that. They were, they were, um, oh, what's it called? Um, when someone like, like basically like anything where you talk about someone's racist racism. So to call someone white is to be racist. Uh, yes. And so they're like, I'll block anyone that says white or whitey or anything like that. <laughs> And there was like a white person saying this, and they were, people were like, "You're fucking stupid. You're an idiot." Like, <laughs> they were like, "I don't, I don't believe in racism." So if you talk about people being white, I'm gonna block you. And I was like, oh, "You're stupid." Everyone was like, "You're dumb. <laughs> you're absolutely stupid." Also, like, I love when people are like, "You're racist for talking about white people," and I'm like, "You know that like white isn't." Oh, I wish I could remember because several times recently I've <clears throat> wanted to refer to this. There was a, I guess it was a, you could call it a podcast, but it was a limited yeah. series mm-hmm. that I learned a lot from and specifically about in the U.S. the creation of, you know, the legal or quasi-legal definition or what became that of whiteness. And, yeah. you know, like, if you look at that, it's, I, I wanted to refer to this because, uh, like, I don't know the, I can't cite the legal precedence right, right, from right, memory, right, right. right? Yeah. And it was a great series. It was somebody, a white person, you know, who had a <laughs> black ally who would mm-hmm. join him. Um, And I think this is a thing that gets lost. I mean, in particular, you know, personally, this has come up with uh, (laughs) talking to friends in other countries. Mm -hmm. Whiteness and and whiteness and particularly blackness Mm -hmm. in the U.S. is a very specific thing. Yes. Yes. And so when we, I mean, I think I can speak for you when we refer to whiteness and blackness, we're talking about their right. Those constructs within right. the United States, right? I think oh, sorry. because, well, I just want to. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, because specifically, it's the context of mm-hmm. which European 
Western European immigrants got to claim whiteness. Right, correct. It changed yes. over time. Right, yes. I, people with Irish ancestry love bringing this up in the States. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, We yeah. were enslaved too. Yeah. Or I, the I, no black, no Irish yeah, used yeah, yeah. to be a common... Okay. <laughs> Nobody's denying that, but... Okay, you're not black. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can't say the N word, guys. Uh, Gender's just as bad as the N word. And by black, you know, it's specifically descendants of enslaved right. Correct. people. Correct, yes. So, you know, I, and it's not for me to define, obviously, who's black and who's not. But right. that's a very sp- specific experience. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, if you're a black person, if you're a person of... A dark-skinned person yes, of right. any yes. ethnicity or right. uh, country of origin. Mm-hmm. Right. If you come here as an immigrant, it's going to be a different experience. Yes. I'm sure you're going to yes. catch a lot of the same racism, of course, yes. from white yes. people yes. and structurally in for general. Sure. For sure, for sure, yeah. But you're not going to have the same lived experience, right, as, right. as a descendant of Correct. enslaved people Correct. growing up in the U.S. Right. Uh, also, I, I, what... I was like, can I interrupt you to say what I was like, I can, this, there's no rush on this. Um, is it's like, th- this is one of those things where it's like, there's the idea of like, I, d- I'm not, I don't believe that the U when I say the world, I'm not referring to the U S but there is sort of that blind spot of like, sure. I'm only familiar with what happens. Right. I mean, only familiar with in it enough to speak on it is more what I mean. I'm familiar with what happens in the U S as in regards to racism. And, yeah. um, I mean, it's also how, helps that we're talking yeah. about Hollywood films by and large. Correct. Right. 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 So it's like, there is, um, there is going to be like I'm not I'm not going to be able to tell you what the UK is like. I'm not going to be able to yeah. speak on any of that. It doesn't mean that I don't think that it is relevant or it doesn't matter. I just have no, no. I have no idea. <laughs> and um, I think where it gets tricky I, is it's going to look on the surface similar. Correct. At yeah. least as far as skin tones go. And correct. Yes. Who has the most power and whatnot? But. Yes. But it's going to be a different, yeah. Ultimately, it's going to be a different experience. There's going to be a lot of crossover, but yeah. there's going to be different stories. And those Same stories, in Canada, you know, like- correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of there's a lot of things in Canada. There's a lot of like um, indigenous um, stuff that goes on in Canada. That is, I, I, I'm aware that it happens. I cannot speak on it because right. they don't live there and I don't know what it's like. Um, but there is a lot of like, yeah, there's a, you know, it's just like, it's a different experience, even though it's like, we're right there. Yeah. There's a lot of crossover and there's a lot of completely different things that yeah. I'm unfamiliar with yeah. and cannot speak on myself. Um, but I do want to get back to the movie and just say like, I think this is why I was a little bit disappointed in it because mm. it did feel so rich and it just, it yeah, feels yeah. like it fell flat, you know? And I think, yeah, and he, knowing uh, yeah. that it was like Forrest Whitaker directed it and there's so many amazing people, but it's a Hollywood movie. And so yeah. they're like, well, and it's also based on a novel. So that'd be interesting. I'm, I'm curious what I, I love looking up differences between yeah the novel and the series or the movie or mm-hmm. whatever. So I'd be interested to, uh, I'd like to look that up and see what I didn't do that. Cause I forgot that it was, a Same. <laughs> Same. um, so I remember it being a big, I mean, you know, this is acknowledging basically my own racism uh, at the time and still. Yes. But uh, (laughs) the 90s being like, and, you know, to be fair, it's because I'm like, oh, I want to read. Correct. Yes. 
authors who are something other than white. Yeah. I, I never read, I never did, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> not in the 90s anyway. Right, right, right. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> I remember like waiting to exhale. It was like how Stella got her grooves back, groove back. Yes. I want to watch There were a lot of, that. or not a lot, but a fair amount of uh, suddenly best selling books about black women experiences the experiences of black women one might say angela bassett's in that too yes um so i'm would you recommend would you recommend this movie if you haven't seen it mm-hmm. i think it's i mean at this point i feel like Especially because I did not see, I did not watch most of them at the time. Any movies centered on black experience, yeah, or yeah. at least having a major, uh, right, more than usual amount number of black folks in the cast. Yeah, I'm interested in seeing, but I've never, you know, I doubt I would enjoy them or that they've aged all that well. But I've never watched any of those like, like Menace to Society or oh yeah. Any of the yeah, any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. Most John Singleton things I haven't watched. Same. I did, didn't yeah. he direct? Did he direct? Set it off? Is that who it was? No, no, no. I don't know. But he's like the main yeah. guy that people cite from the nineties, right? Cool. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but I almost want to be a collector of that now. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. as far as watching, I don't mean mm-hmm. owning anything, but like I'm very curious now. Yeah. What I would think about all of them. Yeah, all of them. All of them. Um, I did see Dead Presidents at the time. Dead Presidents. It's a it's a heist movie. Yeah, yeah. I'd be interested in seeing that actually. It's a, it's a heist movie, but it's set in the seventies. Oh, I think. See, I used to get it's Dead Presidents. I, I had the get, soundtrack. <laughs> I used to get Dead Presidents and set it off confused. I used to get those two mm. confused. Well, yeah, that's fair. Um, I used to not know the difference between those two. Um, because they, they were both heist movies. Yeah. Black heist movies. Right. And I was like, what? <laughs> What's the difference? And the way that the cover of Dead Presidents is just someone like wearing white face paint, I think. Is that what it is? I think. Yeah, that sounds right. And I was just like, I thought it, I didn't in, know who in, it was. With like the background of a dollar bill. Is that what Hold it is? Hold on. Or not a one dollar bill, but like US currency is what I mean. Um, No. Okay. It's this. And I thought that, I don't know who that is, but I thought it was a woman, so I thought it was, it's, like, I don't know it's if it's... Jacob's Ladder. Right. <laughs> um. So, I just assumed, right, so I was like, oh, which one is it? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was... No, it's like a, yeah, is it a Scream? Is it in the Scream universe? Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, uh, uh, one thing I want to point out before, I assume we're, I'm good with wrapping up, but uh, I want to say, I want to point out that... I don't know. Mm-hmm. I haven't spent a lot of time in Arizona. Oh, but my <laughs> experience of Arizona and my knowledge of Arizona is that it's very monochromatic, extremely racist yeah. reputation anyway. Yeah. Like, as far as I know, they still don't recognize Martin Luther King Day. <gasps> like, Public Enemy had a song about that in the early 90s. <laughs> oh, God. Wow. That's wild. <laughs> and so the fact that it's set in Scottsdale. Yeah, very and, interesting. And also... Uh, they're all middle to upper middle class. Yeah. I mean, Angela Bassett's character is like, I mean, of course, her marriage ending means she's right. could lose everything. Right. 
But, oh, my God, they have multiple homes yeah, and yeah, yeah. a business. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Their vineyard. house is huge. <laughs> and a Mercedes station yeah. wagon. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'd be interested. I Yeah, I'd be and, interested and like to like Robin and uh, Gloria seem to be the right, lower right, side right, of the spectrum. Right. Lower end of the economic Well, spectrum. I don't know because... Unknown. Yeah, Robin seems to be like very because there's a. Scene. What's her job? Oh, that's right. She's like a marketing. Person. Yeah, she's got. Where a good she's job. like, I don't have she, because like Gloria says something to her like, why aren't you like you need to clock in or something? Oh or yeah, she she's like go, lunch is over. You, yeah, and she's like, I don't clock in. Yeah, I don't, right, right. Like I, this is the job. The job I have doesn't require that. Like that's not what I do. Gloria, um, it's unknown, right? What, Gloria, does, no, she's a hair. Oh, uh, fuck me. Yes, the doy. Anyway, um, yeah, I think I would. I think I would give like a tacit recommendation. I would recommend if you are if you haven't seen it in a long time, or if you aren't that interested, I would recommend at least watching the scene with Wesley Snipes. I think that was a really just. I like the meet cute of Gloria and Gregory Hines. Yeah, that was cute. I did like that, but <laughs> I like what it's she was very like. Funny to me because I do like of how it's. Meant it's, to show her perspective of objectifying him a little bit. Yeah. He's very hilarious. Well, I also <laughs> like when I like when she's like being self-deprecating and he like kind of doesn't like her or doesn't let her do that. Yeah. But I like when she's like she's like, Oh, we're just having leftovers and then she lists this like entirely ridiculous. It's like long, a whole Thanksgiving yeah. spread basically. Right. <laughs> Peach cobbler and <laughs> And then she's like, I probably should be eating that with uh, what I look like or something. Or she's like, yeah. um, she says something deprecating, self-deprecating about her weight. And he's like, my wife was, had meat on her bones. And she's like, oh. Because he said his wife had, it had died. She's like, oh. And he's like, I like that. And she's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I liked her character so much. And I really yeah. didn't like, I, okay, I shouldn't say I didn't like. I, I, I wasn't, I was like, I, I get what they're doing. But I really kind of was like, man, when she's like, like her, like using her son sort of as a reason not to like see anyone. She's like, Mm -hmm. he was the only man in my life. And I'm like, that is, that should be examined. Like that needs to be like a kid should not be the man in your life. Like that's, that should happen. And there's a lot of I can kind of relate. No, I know. I'm like. Because my son is. Look at my son. My only man. (laughs) Okay, I would cut us there because that would be hilarious. I know. However, Thank you. month in review, yeah, which is your favorite? Last, Last Dragon, Dragon stands alone. Yeah, uh, I knew it was gonna be that. Like yeah. as soon as we watched it, Ooh. I was like, "This is gonna be my favorite." There's no other. Yeah, it's kind of it shouldn't be compared to these other movies. I in guess a way. that's fair. I guess that's fair. What did, I'm forgetting? What did we watch? Rage in Harlem. Harlem. I'm missing the Beverly thir- Hills Cop. Beverly Hills Cop. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I think I like. Hills Cop was better than I expected. I enjoyed that more it was, than I expected. Yeah, it's still I, propaganda. Uh, Rage in Harlem was very interesting, very weird, and I like you said. Like we last week, uh, we were like getting the episode ready to put out there, and we were both talking about how hilarious yeah. it was, and we were like, all the shit that happens in it is so ridiculous, and it's it's a very strange movie, and there's yeah. it. We that both one has the potential to be like a. Uh, almost a comfort watch for me, I think. Yeah. Like a mm-hmm. highly rewatchable. For sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, is is my sense. Yeah. I haven't yeah, rewatched yeah. it right, yet, right, but yeah, yeah. I'm 
excited to have it on DVD. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, going to hang on sure. to it. Because yeah, 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 yeah. It's definitely, that one was probably the, the biggest surprise. Yeah. Because I'd never, well, that one and The Last Dragon, yes, were two that I, I'd never heard Nothing. of before. Yeah. Um, we before we decided on what we were going to watch for the month um so those were two surprises but like you said i feel like the last dragon is it does it doesn't compare it, you can't really yeah. it's its own whole thing definitely my favorite out of all of them um just because of so there's just so much about that movie uh, but i think rage in harlem is probably my second favorite because yeah. It was such a – both of those were – I went in knowing nothing yep. about them. No – I mean, I didn't really know anything – no know much about Beverly Hills Cop or Waiting to Exhale, but those were movies I was familiar with and that I had expectations, whether conscious or not. I, You know, there was something that was like, oh, I assume it's going to be like this or I assume it's going to – like I was saying about Beverly Hills Cop, I thought it was about a cop that worked in Beverly Hills. I thought it was just a straightforward movie. Oh, right, yeah. <laughs> I didn't realize that that was like – it was a – a like, little bit of yeah, irony. Fish, in, wink, wink. fish out of water or whatever. Yeah, right, I didn't know right, that, right. that was what it was. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I just, um, I think A Rage in Harlem was like, so I, I was totally unexpected. Yeah. I didn't have really any expectations. Great performances from people. Yeah. I um, did not expect the humor that's in that. Right. The humor really... that happens is so weird. Yeah. And I have, and such it doesn't an take away from the correct. And I have such an appreciation <laughs> for it. It was a little queer. It was uh -huh. in, not in a shitty way. Yeah, right. it was it, very interesting. Yeah, I'm really curious. It's open. Uh, who knows if I ever read them? But I would. I'm very interested in the novels sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. by Chester Himes. Yeah, that's he did a whole series. And right, I guess yeah. the series follows the cops, Grave Grave Digger Jones. Oh, that's right. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I forget mm -hmm. the other guy's name. But. Yeah, I definitely. And there's a couple. There are earlier adaptations of. A couple of his novels. Oh, oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. I was. There's one from that. the 50s, and maybe yeah. one from the 70s. Yeah, I'd, I'd be interested to. I'd be interested to see what those books are like. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely. This month was wild. <laughs> we definitely. Uh, the movie selections were all over the map. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, but Last Dragon. God. That was... <laughs> Absolutely, watch that if you've never. Have. If you've never seen it, if you've never heard of it, just fucking watch it. I and if you don't like it, shut up. You're wrong. <laughs> Correct. Sometimes you laugh and sometimes you cry. Life never tells us the winds are wise when you've got free. To wish you well, you'll find your point when, when you will exhale, yeah, yeah, say, shoo-be-doo, shoo-be-doo, shoo-shoo-be, all you gotta do is say, shoo-be-doo. Uh, 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 uh.